0: Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre
1: Elder Law. Okay, so uh, this is Lunch with a Veteran. It is Monday, November 21st, and I'm here with veteran Gene Ramsey. And Gene is the head of the VFW, and uh, has a very interesting story. And although it's generally lunch for the veteran, uh, Gene's uh, already grabbed, grabbing some lunch. Right. And uh, uh, and and I'm going to have lunch afterwards. So we're just we're just going to talk. It's going to be a veteran stories day with with, uh, with Mr. Ramsey. So Gene, thank you for being with with me today. You're I welcome. appreciate that. And you have, you and I have had a chance to talk about uh, some veterans' issues in the past, and I'm right. always, uh, uh, you know, I always admire, you know, this, I'm an attorney, but this guy really is a, a champion and an advocate for veterans, um, and out there pursuing veterans' disability issues for fellow veterans and, and other issues all the time as well. And, in, in fact, uh I guess a couple weeks ago we were over at the VFW and uh, you had a representative from Senator Tom Tillis. I did. Yes, we did. And it was a good meeting.
0: I've got some feedback that he was helping some of the veterans that um, uh, are from Vietnam. Uh, That is my era. And I'm kind of going to formally tell you a little bit about um, my journey for the last 50 years uh, with the service. Uh, This week being a reflection of... uh, uh, Fifty years ago, I was in a uh, firefight, and um, uh, we was running a convoy down on Cape Pass, or Highway 19. And about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, we took fire, and uh, the wrecker I was riding shotgun on, we uh, got hit. And um, that particular day, uh, we had... Uh, 14 casualties of the Headquarters 52nd Aviation Battalion, as well as uh, we engaged the NBA in a firefight. And I ended up um, saving a guy's life and trying to save a couple other people's lives, but uh, got into uh, uh, a firefight, ambush. And that particular day, 50 years ago, it was a different time frame here in Shelby, my dad was World War II vet, and my two brothers served. And uh, about 30 days after this incident, I got a letter from my mom, who said that she woke up in the late morning hours at the same time, praying for uh, my life. Uh, I guess the sixth sense, if you will. And as I was looking today before I came over here, I uh, brought the uh, rec- the uh, commendation letter from my uh, senior officer. To recognize that the of this is that, you know, God answers prayers. He took care of me that day and the other uh, 300 plus days that I served in
1: Vietnam. Um, man Yeah. So this is a commendation from uh, the uh, incident. <clears throat> from that incident, from that firefight. Right. I'll, I'll, uh, I want to get a picture of this afterwards. Right. I want to edit it into the video. Okay. Yes. okay. All right. So, uh,
0: that's, that's the commendation for that particular day, and of course, I just showed the fourth grade class the, uh, uh the bronze star would be, and of course, that's a defense medal and many other medals that I earned, but to, the class wanted to see what that looked like, and about the third highest uh, medal you can get in service and so uh i was blessed really cool blessed to have uh that is really cool else in, involved with that commendation uh, letter that we got. Of course, it's a copy of the Bronze Star uh, from General Westmore, and I just brought a copy of that. Sure. But to, I'm telling you this story to tell you that I didn't realize at the time we, with, with the 52nd Aviation Combat Battalion, sometimes we, I flew as gunner to fill in at different times, and we experienced a thing called Agent Orange uh, as we'd go into a Uh, hot LZ, that would spray that, and we didn't know what it was. And then as I, you know, pulling latrine duty and other things, didn't realize that um, some of that was burning the fuel from Agent Orange to get rid of things that we needed to get rid of. So I didn't uh, have a problem with that. Came back, went into Gardener Webb four years right out of the jungle of Vietnam, uh, directly within a week. And uh, spent four years that the government paid for my education. I helped pay for it at Garner-Webb College. The GI Bill? GI Bill. Yes, one sir. of the best things that ever happened to me. And I went on, and somewhere about uh, 19, and I started thinking about 1986, I got a letter from uh, Senator Brauhil, uh telling a little bit about Agent R. So I went ahead and applied for it. Took a time uh, to get a response from the VA. And I started realizing I was having um, a little bit of problem with diabetes, and went on about my business, working as a district manager at Western Southern for about 40 years. I had the top agency at Western Southern, and got along extremely well, other than I developed a, a diabetic condition related to Agent Orange. So that's when I became involved, uh, thinking about my own self and my comrades that had been exposed to this, and. I did some research and during that research contacted uh, some of my congressmen explaining that we were probably going to have problems down the road and I want to make sure that I was looked after as well as my family. So anyway, um, I became commander of the VFW post and the the, uh, AMVETS for a number of years, life member there, and um, the DAV as well as American Legion. Kind of got out of that as I was moving my insurance business, trying to uh, get ready for looking at retirement. And uh, this past year, uh, I had an incident with one of my veterans that I called the VFW post. And within 15 minutes, I raised about $1,100 for this individual. And I said, man, I I need to be a part of that because I'm retired now. So I took over as um, the commander of the VFW. Since that point in time, have letters from uh, Tom Tillis, uh, Patrick McHenry, and, right. and uh, Senator Burr all helping with these veterans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I became 100% uh, uh, compensated for my disability uh, with h and Orange due to diabetes and, and some post-traumatic stress with most of us that had been in combat had uh, been through. I mean, so that's understandable. So then I started working with veterans um, at the DFW post, uh, going down the line to find out how we can help these veterans. And since that point in time, I've got a folder put together at the VFW that will help us with uh, the local Veteran Affairs office with Deborah Kahn. Uh, I've worked with you on a case. I'm working right now about Seven other cases where that uh, Deborah and myself are hoping they'll get sure. uh, paid for post-traumatic stress because they were in the same situation or similar situation as I. And also through the, uh, uh, the AMVETS. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a national AMVETS out of Winston-Salem. That's another route that we can go to help these veterans. So I'm trying to pay back for... The of the things that I've been blessed to receive, and that's kind of been the journey now. As I was working, talking with my dad, I was interviewed with the Shelby Star about 15 years ago in regards to how does it feel, how did it feel, and uh, I didn't realize my dad probably was exposed to post-traumatic stress due to uh, his uh, World War II experiences, uh, who, who also received uh, the Bronze Star. So, as I dig into this more, I'm finding there's a lot of veterans that don't want to ask for benefits that are uh, due compensation. And my goal is to work with you and the BFW uh,
1: these individuals and help them get what they deserve. Absolutely. And that would be, you know, there's compensation out there for uh, disability. For Agent Orange and other service-connected right. disabilities, uh, that's a that's a veterans benefit that you work on firsthand all the time. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm pretty much involved. I've got some uh, other people involved. I've um, I've even got a letter from Senator McCain and uh, this senator out of Georgia who is over the VA sure. uh, services. So uh, things are starting
1: to move with all these individuals that we're trying to help at the VFW.
0: Absolutely,
1: with their benefits, and then there's also veterans' aid and attendance, which is something that we do here on a regular basis as well, which can help, uh, which can help seniors or others who are veterans or spouse of veterans receive monthly pension benefits for the rest
0: of their. Yeah, I think I worked yeah. with you on a case. You probably, uh, my name was mentioned, but I recommended that they come to you, oh, thank and you. that compensation has already started with this individual. Right. Um, uh, her her husband World War II and yeah. didn't know that to have this kind of benefit sure. and I actually didn't realize it until you brought it up to me mm-hmm. at the BFW meeting where we uh, talked about the uh, Lady Bird deed and, and power of attorneys and things like that so since that point in time I've become involved with you and making these things happen I, I personally for me it. sure I appreciate that uh, Yeah. so I kind of when I do something, I kind of get involved with it. I walk the walk, and I jump—you know just don't talk
1: about it. I get involved with it. I, I, I see that. I mean, um, you know, I was impressed coming over to VFW a couple of weeks ago, and you had uh, a good group of veterans there, and Senator you know Tom Tillis's representative there from his office, and you know, he was just very <coughs> professional. Couldn't ask for a more professional young man. Yeah,
0: so it's, um, yeah. it's kind of fun to get involved with this. Um, because I was getting a little bored playing golf right, four or five days a week, and grandsons uh, runs a couple of days a week, so this is give me an outlet in order to pay back some of
1: my sure. uh, benefits that I've been able to receive through the government. I appreciate all your service that you've given to our country in the Vietnam War, and also um, man, the Bronze Star, I mean, that's huge. That's, that's a big deal.
0: Well, just happened to be in the Wrong place at the time that I was needed, right. uh, so but I'm blessed, everything. blessed to be back and
1: um, and be able to to uh, have lived a good life. We don't we point. don't know how lucky we all are right. in the safety of our communities and our homes, um, and that and and we're afforded that by a lot of good men like yourself who've gone out there and women who have gone out there and and really uh, helped our country. For our yeah, there was a nice
0: article, I believe it was in the Shelby Star yesterday, about how many uh, veterans that the VA is taking care of, how many fought in World War II, World War I, uh, how many, there's about almost 60,000 in Vietnam that were killed. But we don't know how many was killed since then because we have a lot of uh, post-traumatic stress. I think uh, everybody's aware that there's about 22 veterans a day that are committing suicide and forcing oh, that are not. And a lot involved. of
1: them are coming back from uh, from the you know the, the Persian Gulf wars and things. I mean, you know, <laughs> guys, almost every hour on the hour, one of those guys. Or guys yes, or and they, they
0: probably are exposed to more things than we're aware of. Yeah. Uh, and it really doesn't hit you until it's later in life. Some of these
1: uh, things kind of slip back up on you. I had Evan Thompson on last week and we were talking about the American Legion um, and the importance of getting involved in groups like the American Legion or VFW. And you're a huge proponent for the VFW, Commander VFW. And and you know, that's a great group that is ready made for our veterans coming back from overseas to just go plug into the VFW and be able to have people there from different war area eras. Um, and the and their war era that can uh, that understand what they went
0: through. I want to put a plug in for uh, the Vietnam War veterans that you were privileged to sit with in Kings Mountain. Absolutely. Now there's over, I think we've got 114 members now. That um, I think we had 45 the past Monday. Monday past. It's the second Monday of every month at 8:30 mm-hmm. in Kings Mountain. But Jim Medlin is doing a great job. Um, bringing us together they started out with five uh five years ago and now we're at 114 members so that's a pretty not pretty awesome thing that he started and some of these veterans are not part of the vfw and the, FW, the AMVETS and those places but hopefully we can attract them in to help them uh, realize
1: that they've got some things that they're probably and got, not aware you know of there are people doing. there that, that understand what you're going through people there that will help you and just you know, feeling part of the, the same brotherhood you felt like you were a part of while you're in the military, um, and, and, you know that's that's why you join That's why you do that. You know, people that have, you know, because you go, you think about it, coming out of a war zone where you know just horrible stuff going on, uh, maybe in the Middle East, and then coming, you know, going and trying to sit in a college classroom. And yeah. I mean, you did it, you did yeah. it. I'm sure it was quite an adjustment. It was a shock, actually, okay. is what I did. Tell me about that well, shock. Because, um, I, I mean, you know, how does, how does that work? The first thing I remember
0: is when I came back from Vietnam, um, I had about a week before I started in the Garden of Web. And, uh, you know, I'd come out of the jungles of Vietnam, and then I'm going to Web College, which is a Baptist school, and I remember, man, how am I going to get about this? It was a goal of mine to finish college. And one of the reasons I joined or volunteered for the draft was to get the GI Bill. But I remember going into the first class and Paul Stacy was my biology professor. Probably the hardest class I ever took. And I took it in summer school just so I could get that out of the way. And um, thank goodness he had an understanding of what veterans was, what it meant. Took me aside and mentored me into how to go about studying to focus on that for you know, for the period of time I needed to, to make sure I made the grades I needed to. Uh, to maintain a and get a college degree, right? So it was a shock, but uh,
1: I adjusted. I think fairly well. My 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 thoughts though are always. I mean, you know, your mind's you're in the jungles of Vietnam, or you're in the deserts of Iraq, or something, right? You yeah. know, Afghanistan, and and, and or towns over there. Either one. You you they're different places, but but your mind. You know, your mind's racing a mile a minute. A lot of times, when you're in those pressure firefight situations, I'm sure, and and you know, and you're you're with this band of brothers, if you will, you know, weaponry is part of your life, fighting is your life Mm -hmm. over there for a long time, and then you go sit down beside some other, you know, uh, you know, kids who did did not have those experiences, who did not. Um, you said you came out of the jungles of Vietnam and went almost immediately into college within a week. Within a week, and so so you you know you're you're in the jungles of Vietnam, you're you're in these firefights and doing these things, and all of a sudden you're sitting in a classroom and expected to behave and act much differently, and with people who don't have your experience and who aren't used to those types of situations. And I know, I'll say this in my mind. I found myself a number of times saying. Uh, you know, this this person is full of crap, or they're babies, right? They don't know. They right. don't know, you know, what they're talking about, or, or or you're just you can be. I don't know. It's just uh, it's kind of like it could be a bull in a china shop type situation. You know, kind of felt that way
0: when I first came back, but um, I was able to set aside or put that a little bit behind me. Had a couple of buddies that came back and went to Garden Web at the same time I did. We had a uh, kind of a brotherhood, as you say. Um, during the, you know, coming right out of Vietnam, we also had the uh, many changes that was going on to in in America, where people weren't too happy about the Vietnam War. Sure. And
1: um, oh, you so had people that were, were actively, really protesting absolutely would have been in direct conflict to what you were. Doing. It was, and it was kind of hard for to for
0: us to suck it up and ignore them uh, to some degree. But um, fortunately, in a smaller town, I, I we didn't face as much adversity as right. we did when we came back in uh, Fort Washington. You know, to debrief for a few days, and there's a lot of protest and things going on, similar to what's going on today. Yeah. But we were able to put that aside and make some friends. Uh, so you're not moving to Canada? Uh, <laughs> no, I think I've got a good story to tell you. Uh, I had a brother who went to Germany. and My other brother was, um, I recommended he go in service sure. for the discipline. Yeah. And he ended up uh, getting in the National Guard and uh, came to my dad one day and said, I think I'm just going to Canada. And my dad looked at him and said, uh, why don't you look in that mirror right there? And he said, what do you mean? He said, well, you want to see a coward look in that mirror. You go on to Canada, but you don't come home. So he went on and joined the National Guard and finished his six years. Yeah. So there was a lot of, of different opinions at that time as there is today. But um, uh, it is a big change today as compared to what it was 50 years ago. Sure. The military has changed tremendously. As a matter of fact, one of my goals this year is to go back to... Uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where I took my basic training for 10 weeks and then go back to Fort Jackson because I haven't been back since I got out. But it's kind of on my bucket list to go back and check it out and see
1: how much they've advanced from where they
0: were when I was in there.
1: Come back and see me. I'd love to have a a talk about the contrast of the military today versus the military today. I imagine it was pretty rough. Oh, we had, yeah.
0: A lot of boot camp. Forward. Yeah. Boot, boot camp was 10 weeks at that time from uh, out in Fort, Fort uh, Bragg, North Carolina. And uh, you know, you'd always heard about volunteering. So I volunteered to be a fireman about the third weekend. And I uh, thought I would be on the back of a fire truck. I didn't realize I'd be shoving coal at night, okay, on, on uh, duty for volunteering. So I learned to not volunteer for a lot of things on the county base of basic training. What does the Navy stand for? Do you know? That's what I was saying. Well, you know it stands for different things. I'll
1: let you tell them. Never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's the first thing you learn. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, thank you, Gene. I appreciate you coming by. All right. And uh, for, pleasure. for no lunch with a veteran today, but talking with better veteran stories. Right. And you've certainly got some great stories and uh, accomplished great things in your life. I appreciate everything you've done. Okay? My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for watching.